Hello, and welcome back to Coach, where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. I'm Saxony, and I'm joined today by Katie. Hey, everyone. Uh, today, we will be talking about how to balance academics with extra or co-curriculars. Co-curricular activities, they're really any activity that the student participates in outside of school. Um, typically, not always, but typically uh, they can uh, help with like world with real world experiences um, and like how to increase skills and progress better and get ready for careers. Um, and it can range anywhere from like being an athlete uh, to club participation, internships, participating in like little events on campus, really anything that you're doing within your college career to improve it outside of uh, actual classes. Um, these kinds of activities are so important to college students and I am a huge fan of them. Um, they've been proven to reduce stress, improve mood. Uh, they provide students with uh, a deeper sense of purpose uh, because extracurriculars give them like a healthy break from academics and work where it's like it gives them something to actually do instead of just kind of sitting around hanging out being yeah. on their phone um and then it also can help like uh connect what they're learning with actual real world experiences um and getting to get their hands dirty with that and then like trying out different interests and following passions that might not be actually within their major. Um, and, and they look really good on a resume. Uh, and this is just, that's just the surface of the benefits of um, extracurricular and co-curricular activities. Now that I've gone through all of the like things I think are fun of the research behind why they're important, we'll, we'll We'll get to the meat of this episode. Um, before we do that, Katie, thoughts about extracurriculars? I love them. I think that they're really important. Um, when I was in high school, I was heavily involved. I was actually also on a debate team, and it gave me like a really good sense of you know um, belonging. And I really understood where like I had like school spirit and stuff. So it like really like sparked this like passion of you know, maybe I want to do this as a career. I learned a lot of public speaking skills, but in college as a freshman, I, I joined during COVID. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I was like super lonely and I had no idea what resources or clubs were even available on campus because I was just kind of locked in the dorms. I couldn't go on campus. So I had no idea. And, um, once things finally started opening up, I just joined everything that I could because I missed that connection so badly. So I think the, number one reason why you should be like motivated to join a club or some sort of extracurricular activity is because it does give you a sense of, uh, you know, it pushes you to explore new things and it definitely encourages you to broaden your perspective and to, you know, have that social interaction. It can be hard, but it's really helpful. So definitely big fan of them. Big fan, big fan of extracurriculars here. I love talking about the uh, social impact of extracurriculars, yeah. especially coming into like if you're an out-of-state student or you just don't know anyone at the university, um, it can be isolating and kind of suck. Even, 
even now that we're able to go on campus. Uh, and kind of having those little extracurriculars gives you a chance to kind of connect with people um, or at least have someone to talk to, even if they're not like your best friend. Yeah. When I was a freshman, like my highlight were like, oh, I did my midterm. Yay. But like now that I'm involved, it's like I have all these events to look forward mm. to. And, you know, I could just like go on to Weber's student involvement website and they have like so many events that are always going on and you can just, you know, just yeah. join just join, do them. Um, I know we've kind of talked about like that aspect of it. Um, for me personally, on top of being a full-time student, I've kind of talked about this a bit. Um, also, I work two on-campus jobs. I'm social media slash marketing coordinator, uh, compete on the speech and debate team. So I, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about, I know that you have a lot of yeah. on-campus jobs and all that kind of stuff. Um, We've got a lot on our plate uh, when it comes to these extracurriculars, and I think most college students have at least one that they participate in, um, and sometimes it's kind of required. A lot of people have to do, like, internships, um, and it can be a lot to manage uh, sometimes. So uh, here are a couple, like, tips and tricks to help uh, you guys balance academics and extracurriculars. Yeah, so the first tip, I think it's honestly the most important tip, so we're bringing it up first. It's something that we talk about a lot as coaches, and of course it's time management, so it's important to treat co-curriculars like classes when it comes to scheduling and prioritizing, you know, when you're trying to balance and give like your effort to both your classes and this extracurricular that you want to join, you want to make sure that you actually have time for it, and then it's not going to take away from your coursework. It's very important that you Firstly, prioritize your classes and your education, and you supplement that with extracurriculars. So prioritizing, number one. It is usually recommended to prioritize academics, of course, but, you know, it's not the same for every student. There are different ways that you can, um, I guess, weigh your different priorities, but definitely holding academics above your extracurriculars is something that is definitely recommended so that you don't start the, oh, I'm just going to start avoiding classes <laughs> and join these extracurriculars instead. But to help with that, time management is to start setting goals, similarly what you would do with academics. So let's say that you want to uh, branch out a little bit in your extracurricular. You can definitely set a goal. Let's say that you wanted to become more involved in the leadership. So you would kind of carve out time to actually think about what that would mean for you, what you would look like in that role, and how that would impact you know your life moving forward if you were to take on those responsibilities. So you can definitely take these skills that you're applying in your classes and use them in your curricular. So doing these things can help you stay organized with everything you do and helps prevent feelings of being overwhelmed and feelings of just burnout. You don't want to just like overload yourself. Yeah, that's the goal uh, with all of this is to just be able to balance everything um, together. I loved um, the little point that you mentioned of having extracurriculars that kind of supplement your academics um, rather than being able to use them as a way to avoid academics. Yeah. I think that's really good. Um, and if you're able to find uh, extracurriculars, using me, for example, like with speech and debate, it's something that's adding to my academics there. Um, and so being able to kind of have those and where it's it's beneficial with that, I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and kind of can do that in a like social fun kind of way. Um, I've also noticed that when I mentally think about all my extracurriculars as if they were classes with grades, I'm way more motivated to actually get them done. Um, so just kind of like that mindset of that, and it helps me stay organized and everything. Um, our next little 
chunk of tips here is uh, more focused on the wellness aspect of um, how to avoid getting like burnt out and frustrated rather than the uh, more like academic side of it. Um, uh, first and foremost, it's important to take breaks. Um, even if you uh, don't have any co-curriculars, it's important to take breaks, but when you uh, stretch yourself even thinner, it, it's even more important that you don't yeah. break. Um, kind of like a rubber band, if you stretch a rubber band yeah, further. No, do not snap yourself in half trying to <laughs> it, spread yourself too yeah, thin. It, it breaks easier, but if you give it breaks, it's like that. I, I hope that metaphor makes sense. I, it works. <laughs> so this is especially true if your extracurriculars are more academic, like maybe you're working for the signpost, things like that. So you can utilize strategies like the Pomodoro method where you can break things up into chunks. So we've talked about this in previous episodes, but if you haven't heard of it before, the Pomodoro method is, a, it's kind of silly because it's Italian for tomato, but basically you break up your time into little chunks. So let's say you're going to work 45 minutes and then when that time is done, you're going to take a five minute break and then you kind of do another 45 minute chunk just so that you outline time to give yourself wellness. You don't want to just sit down for three hours and completely you know, burn yourself out trying to get things done for the signpost or wherever else you work. So um, prioritizing short and intentional breaks within like your focusing, just like with academics, helps increase things like focus and prior, uh, productivity. So highly recommend that you set up time, carve out that time in your planner when you are working to, uh, in your extracurriculars to take those breaks. Yeah. Yes. Um when it comes to, so that's kind of the academic side of it, when it comes to um, co-curriculars as like a whole, setting aside time to take extended, so not like a five minute break, but having like a good chunk of time, um, extended and purposeful breaks makes everything so much easier to manage. Um, I highly recommend if you can within busy schedules having at least one day a week where you don't do anything school related and make it intentional not like a oh i'm procrastinating and so i'm stressing about what i'm not doing that's not that's not applicable in this case it needs to be an intentional break where you're actually able to focus on not school, not your extracurriculars, not having to do x y and z but focus on rest and recuperation it makes school balancing life and everything so much easier um, and a lot funner. Um, depending on what your co-curriculars are, you might need to set aside even more time. Um, like, I, I'm not an athlete, but I feel like our athletes who are out there playing games repeatedly, um, they might need a little bit more rest than if your extracurricular is something different. So it's kind of a little more personal um, like changes with the person and everything. Uh, an example that I like to use for this and something else that I highly recommend um, uh, is if you have any like big events within your extracurricular, like traveling for, uh, for me, always set, a set aside extra time afterwards to recover from that. So if you're WSUSA, yes. um, big event, stressful, it's over, take a break, yeah. recuperate, which it just makes everything easier. Kat, I have a, I have a question, okay. difficult question. What do you do to prioritize taking breaks and resting? So I actually 
kind of struggle with that because I feel like you kind of like added me when you were like, (laughs) don't use your breaks to like stress about things because I definitely do that quite a lot. And I actually, you know, find it even more draining if I weren't to take a break because, you know, I'm just spending that time like loathing myself because I'm not working during this time and it's just building all this tension. But when I actually try and prioritize taking breaks, so what I usually do is I have this sort of planner and it's undated. So if I forget a week, it's totally fine. I could just tear out a new page. But um, what I do is I check the Canvas calendar, see what's due, and I make sure that there, like, there isn't anything super big coming up. And that's usually when I feel most comfortable taking breaks because I'm not stre- I wouldn't be inclined to stress about it, especially if you know it's not during midterms or the final week. What I do to help prioritize things is I look at what time I have that's free. So usually I have this schedule that I stick to, whether it's that I'm working or I have this study time that I actually have dedicated and it's planned out on my calendar. It's this is the study time. And if I have other free time, like if I finish early or whatever, that's when I set aside little like goals where it's like, I want to do this this week. So I'll visit the stress relief center. So I have pre-planned self-care activities that like, if I have time to do it, then that's what I'm going to do. And I'm encouraged to not think about it because I'm just sitting in that massage chair listening to the serene music that they have in that center. So that's what I definitely recommend is if you stress about taking breaks, think about fun things that you would like to do that could like, you know, count as like sort of like wellness time for yourself. Write those down. And when you have those chunks of time free, just take it. Yeah, I love that. I love that recommendation. I I am also on the same page as you of... Um, not being able to just fully relax, uh, where even if I'm not doing anything, I'm like, hey, it's okay that I'm not doing anything. I'm kind of stressed about what I have to do or like what I could be doing. Um, I also do something similarly with the scheduling, um, where and like uh, kind of to do lists. Yeah. Where I'm like, I know that I don't have anything that needs to be done immediately, and it kind of helps me relax a little bit. And then absolutely obsessed with planning those self-care activities um because it kind of feels like it is like a part of your to-do list Mm -hmm. where you're like I'm not like doing nothing I'm checking off an item on my to-do list I think that's why that works for me actually (laughs) I think you actually put like my thoughts down into like words like yeah I am not doing nothing I'm doing something that is working and yeah yeah. And That's perfect. Satisfaction of crossing something off your to-do list. Oh, afterwards. yeah. Definitely. I love that. Um, before we move on to my last little uh, bit of advice, do you have any other uh, thoughts about uh, how to keep this balance? Yeah. So um, when it comes to extracurriculars, especially like in my situation, I would recommend not diving in all at once. So let's say that you have these like I overwhelm myself with so many interests that I don't even know what to do with myself most of the time. So, you know, when I wanted to start joining extracurriculars and clubs, I just went onto the website at Weber and I just wrote down literally every single club because it all sounded so much fun. And, you know, then you kind of get yourself into this little situation where you are dedicating too much of yourself and like I don't know I start feeling guilty when I don't have enough time dedicated to certain things so definitely take it slow at first and maybe the first club that you join is perfect and you don't have to worry about 
you know, all the other clubs that you might have joined without really thinking about it and spending too much time actually asking yourself if this is a club that's good for me. So don't overwhelm yourself by doing something that's supposed to be fun. So yeah, do not do that. That's really good. I like that. Um, It definitely made me think of like, if you're going to say you have four different extracurriculars that you're going to do, it's maybe not the best idea to be, uh, like, have a leadership role or a higher role in every single one of them. So if you have one, um, like, uh, that you put more time and effort into. I put a lot of time and effort into um, the social media work that I do. Um, And so I do a little bit less, uh, I have a little bit less responsibility in everything in my other extracurriculars. Yeah. Balance that out a bit. Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice because you know I think a lot of the times when you love a club so much you want to like give it your all and everything and so when you like take up all those responsibilities you can't really you know afford any time to any of them and you start sort of falling short and everything so I think that's a really good point yeah and it's important to remember that you can go to an extracurricular and just show up like you don't have to put you don't have to be everything in this extracurricular you can just kind of show up like if it's a club you can You can just kind of participate and have fun with it. Um, My last little bit of advice here that I have um, is a little bit more niche, uh, but I think that it can be beneficial. Um, It is specifically for any extracurriculars or curriculars uh, that you might travel with or make so that you miss classes, whether it's athletics, a job that you travel for, anything like that. And these are just some things that have helped me with my experience. Um, First things first, communicate with your professors. Um, professors are so lenient. I've, I've, uh, learned that if you, if you know that you're going to be missing some class, uh, like a good chunk of class at the beginning of the semester, talk to them, get that relationship with them. And then odds are they're going to be pretty flexible and work with you, uh, whether that's recording lectures or leniency with homework, that kind of stuff. Um, and then do as much homework as you can before you actually leave, because odds are, once you're on that like trip, whatever you're doing, you're not going to want to do homework. Um, so if you just get it all out of the way beforehand, it's a lot easier. And then just know that whatever you don't get beforehand, you actually need to do on your on your trip um, and actually get it finished. Um, and then like talk to people uh, in your circle to understand any additional resources that you have. I know that there are extra resources for athletes and coaches and people that you're with uh in some situations can like do distance test proctoring so you can take a test while on the road you can do like the university tends to want to work with students with this kind of stuff and if you just kind of communicate what's happening and what you need with that odds are they'll work with you that's really cool i didn't know that um and There's no reason that you can't be successful in your classes while also doing outside activities that are vital to your college career. Uh, These can both coexist. Uh, All it takes is a little bit of extra work, and hopefully this helped you kind of manage this balance. Uh, And as per usual, we will end this episode with a quote. Um, It's actually like a really old Latin proverb thing from I don't know who but uh, I will either find a way or I will make it Ooh, I like that Uh, and thank you all for listening this week see you later